0: What's it like going from the stage to the television screen? How do I apply the craft to voiceover? What's it like juggling a family and a successful career? We've set out to find the answers to, and more. This is Call Time, Duke and Joe. Second, are you kidding me? We're finally here, and we're finally here with our first guest. And then we missed a couple weeks mostly because Joe ran out of his meds.
1: Well, either that or your mom finally lets you out of the play Oh, wow, that's hurtful! are uh, right here. Well, it's you know boom, what? You know, boom, I got a great boom. comeback,
0: but I'd rather introduce our. Great guest here. That's going to be our first guest on Call Time, Angel Parker. Thank Did you nice be for being with us. Angel Parker, great, great to see you. you. And Hi, guys. Thank you. Angel is, uh, is an actor who has worked from video games to primetime television in such phenomenal shows as The People vs. O.J., uh, Marvel's Runaways, as well as Disney's Lab Rats. I, I'm glad to have her as our first guest. And uh, you were you. just on set of The Rookie, right?
2: Yesterday, yes. yes. Just, <laughs> just, just yesterday. Just
0: yesterday. <laughs> and uh, this is your... Second time on the rookie, or yes,
2: I play the captain's wife, so uh-huh. I get to come in, pop, and pop in. I'll be in the next episode. Oh, as well. So recurring,
1: got to a little, little
2: recurring, recur, yeah. Yes. I was on NCISLA last week, so, oh, nice. so the so, business is starting to, yeah. Tell us how,
0: how the business is. Cooperating with yeah, the help. pandemic and what's what's going on there.
2: Well, it's interesting. It's difficult. There's a lot more self-taping. So sort of I'm watching you guys light and sound and, and figure <laughs> out everything because we have to do. I converted my little garage into a self-taping studio. As everyone has in this got time an iPhone right now. 11. I mean, I have one of these nice cameras, but I swear the issues with the blurry and the but, sound and there's iPhones the the, like their cameras yeah, on them yeah. now are just. I'm just gonna do with. I'm just gonna do that now, but um. We've learned how to do it. My husband's an actor as well, you know Eric mm-hmm. nettinger and so we have been probably just in the last three months been doing a lot of self-taping. Oh, but of for the first four or five months of pandemic there was no there mm-hmm. was no work. Everything just completely shut down and stopped. So right, right, right. So
1: you so you get good at this, at this self-taping up? So, I, mean, after I a think while, as an actor you get necessity. good at
2: adapting. So, <laughs> <yeah>. Absolutely. <laughs> It was not our first time self-taping. We'd self-tape before. If you're traveling or if you are not able to get into a, a room, they don't want to see you. That's happened a lot for me where they are not, they don't want to see you or they don't think you're right for the role, so mm-hmm. they'll ask you to throw down a tape. Or I booked runaways off of a self-tape. Oh, really? I was in Canada shooting something different and wasn't available and I had to Google self-tape facilities in Toronto and sent a self-tape in for, for runaways. Right, and so
0: it seems like the industry was kind of moving that way.
2: It was because it's easier and convenient and technology was moving in, in that direction, but now you can't go into the room. You still always wanted to go into the room. It was never your first choice. You never mm-hmm. want a self-tape. Right, right. It's not, you lose you that personality the, that you can bring yeah, into the room. Yeah, to... plus you have to be the director and the, and the lighting and sound and editor, and you have to pick it, and, and you don't get that adrenaline of, of
0: being in the room. Well, not you. if you hire Momus Media to help you. Well, there you go. Yeah, well, Come so to quad my quad house. <laughs> <laughs> <getting my cup. laughs> it's our plug for our producers here in the studio uh, i know Martha. very
2: legit <laughs> and,
0: and ollie and then over there and i'm honestly way back in the corner
2: stealing stealing all of the things that you've done because um we need it no we self-tape all the time it's like googling backdrops and how do you get rid of the shadow behind you and all these things
0: mm-hmm. that we're
2: right. we're figuring out but now you know i i we book you start to book after a while you're wow. like oh okay you this just is... keep
0: grinding and eventually it gets there yeah
2: eventually you figure out how to submit your best audition. The good thing is you can do a lot of takes. You can figure it out and <laughs> right. send your best it's, one. Yeah, yeah, just right. Absolutely. That doesn't Absolutely. always happen. <laughs> um, you sometimes just have to stop yourself from doing it over and over mm-hmm. again. I, I don't have that problem too much, but well, yeah.
0: No, but I have. I do have a friend who's kind of like who likes to do it over and over again and oh, I like, you, you did a great you're, your your third great.
2: time you're but. just chasing you know chasing yeah. the horse at this that. point you trust you're yourself
1: right. once in a while yeah. so,
2: so let's get into you while. a little bit wait, wait,
1: hold this. Uh, do you have uh, do you think that the business is going to move more towards that even after this passes do you think that we, the world
2: I mean it sort of depends on how society kind of comes back together i think that now you have more freedom to say no I'll send in a tape so I think that it allows you to be able to do that. So if there's gonna be in-person sessions, there's been a couple commercial callbacks or things that they've wanted me to go into the room, but it's very awkward and weird. And I had one commercial callback that I self-taped to get the first call, got a callback. It was in-person, it was my first one. They made you sign in on your phone in your car and that was your waiting room and then you were told to go in and you know everything's Ooh. socially distanced, everything's clean and very kind of stressful because it was the first time i have right. been back and it was for like, Lay's potato chips or something like that. And I go into the room and finally, you know, get my one individual bag of chips. Oh, op- you mm-hmm. know, you're not allowed to touch anything. And get into the room. And I'm like, you know, they're far away, uh, you know, behind the camera and doing something else. And then the director pops in and he's on Zoom. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. i like, I could have to... been at home too. If you're at home, <laughs> you know, I thought I was going to be in the room, so... Um, mm-hmm. It's just a matter, I think, of everyone becoming good at it. Mm-hmm. I, I think that that must be frustrating for casting and producers that some people's tapes are good just visually and some aren't, and some people pay money right. to go get their tapes made, and, and not everyone can afford to do that. And so, some people
0: book the room. You know, they might not yeah, do well on the the, the, the self tape or yeah, but uh, but a, a,
2: you know the, the counter thought to that is it is a visual medium you do have to look good on camera you do have to know how to use the lens a bit so you know we're all learning yeah it could get interesting change and stuff so i guess so i think they might just sell like a standard backdrop for all actors like this is what you should use hey
0: fabrizio there's your money right there yeah seriously (laughs) there's a lot of notes now
2: in these (laughs) self-taping there's a lot of notes like not in front of a window make sure that your eye line's close to the lens and make sure you know there's all these rules now that i'm like don't have gum don't chew gum. I'm like, who's chewing gum? Uh, that? that's, <laughs> that's right? yeah. some of doesn't the care. yeah, some of the things I'm. I'm would you just, walk into a room with gum? I, I, some people do. I mean, Britney Spears has always got some gum in her mouth. So. Yeah, but she's Britney
0: Spears. She's yeah. a superstar. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> so maybe she's doing maybe something. Maybe she's got something going on. Yeah. Maybe well, she's doing something. Can right? I move on? Though. Oh yeah, please.
1: I'm just interested in so how yes. that would work yes, out. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, please, no, please. No. So I, I want to get into. I'm yeah. taking up your time. Go ahead. We got nothing but time to kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, knock it out. she's
0: ready. You <laughs> okay? Yeah. Um, all right. I want to get in, um, to where you you a little bit. So, so you're from LA, right? Born and raised. Yep. And um, was
2: acting always your first choice? No, okay. not at all. I didn't even know much about the business. I grew up. I, I was born at UCLA Medical. I was born and raised in Koreatown, um, 1992 with the LA riots, and my family mm. then moved to South Orange County. So I ended up going to high school in San Clemente, which is this little beach town, Uh, and it was very much a culture shock uh, at a very kind of racially charged time. So it was very hard to make friends, and I saw the musical. They were doing Guys and Dolls, and I was like, oh, that looks like fun, and signed up for drama the next year. It was more a way to make friends and have some fun. I knew nothing about it. I knew nothing about the business. I don't have any family that are actors. I don't... I didn't know anything about it and then I just, there was a good drama department there and a good teacher, Amy Journey, shout out to Amy (laughs) Journey, and you know they had a drama camps that you could go to and different things and by the time it came to apply to college I was like I think I'm gonna go to acting school and went to a little acting fair or something and they had all these different schools and I remember meeting Lyle who's no longer at the academy, we're from back in the day, right? Lyle and Wilson. he was there, and I had yeah, Lyle Wilson. May rest in peace, Maybe right? May rest in peace, yeah. absolutely. And I had my little clipboard, so I was very studious and <laughs> interviewing all these schools, and you know, auditioned and got in, and I was like, okay, I'll go there. It sounded fun, and it was only two years, so I thought, oh, I can get back to LA. because so all I wanted to do was move back. So got back to Pasadena, is where the campus was then, and uh, two years later. Love that you know. But was that Was that <laughs> yeah, the
0: was. Was that the the National Thesbian Festival? Do you remember?
2: I don't know. Like you mean the fair that was right, the college yeah. fair? It might have been. I just remember there being like thirty or forty different schools all mm. at tables. Because that's that's where I, I we're talking about the American Academy of yes. Dramatic Arts. Yeah.
0: That's where you went. Yes. Uh, and that's you know where Joe teaches and I went. Um, but but that's I, I auditioned at the the National Fe- uh, Thesbian Festival. I think, so I was just wondering if that's true.
2: Gosh, you're talking about more than 20 years ago now Um, so I don't remember where I auditioned no I do (gasps) I do I auditioned at the campus no so Mm -hmm. I because I'm I it was only an hour drive Mm -hmm. I auditioned because I remember it was in the dance room
1: oh it was in the dance
2: room it was Lyle and Terry Hayes and then there was another person I don't remember where I auditioned me too sitting there and you had to do your two monologues. I think I did Joan of Arc or something, you know. Oh, nice. And then something else, yeah, I don't remember quite, but oh yeah, there's a little budding. There's it's still, still got a little something <laughs> up there. Yeah, no, I auditioned at the campus, but I went to a place to find out about schools. Right, That's right, right. what I was referring to, yeah.
1: So what were your interests? I mean, you say you didn't, you weren't acting, wasn't on the first forefront of your brain. What were your other interests? What else did like you- Like growing
2: up? Yeah, um, in, in high school even. In high school, I, like I did dance team, I did choir, I was on the student government. I was a very eager girl. <laughs> um, but I just got really active and, you know, I, I was easy to talk and meet people. And I switched mm-hmm. schools a lot here in L.A., so I was just one of those people that was liked it, to hang out. So right. I just kind of joined all the clubs and figured that's how you make friends. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it worked. Right. Well, was
0: there something that you that you had to let go of? say bye to, and getting, because drama kind of consumes your life once you're in it. Was there something that you kind of, you, you know? No, I mean, I think
2: it's it took over my life, and so then it, that was just all that I wanted to do, and um, I even now, my corporation name is no backup. Like, I didn't have any other choice, right. choice, I still don't have any other choices. I'm mm-hmm. like, God, I need another skill, don't I need another skill? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I... I just fell in love with it and it became something that I was just really passionate about I never I never um, wanted to do anything else and so I just worked really hard at it and you know we Mm -hmm. still go up and down with all with with work but it's still the thing that jazzes you the most you know I mean even yesterday I'm on a set and everyone's in shields and masks and I'm I'm literally and I'm using that word correctly inside a bubble they put they've zipped me up in a clear tent and I'm sitting there like, oh, this is this is acting now. Okay, this is acting, here we go. Wow. Yeah. And then, you know, unzip out of the tent, go out, rehearse in a mask and shield, trying to connect with the man who plays my husband, who I haven't seen now in a long time, and, and do our scene. And like, we've been married for 20 years and, um, and then you remember, you know, it's like it's like riding a bike. You're like, oh yeah, I love this. Yeah, I love this. So,
0: Well, you you left for the academy at a young age, right? Like yes, you, I was 16. You were rather really young. Wow. Yeah, That's...
2: I was. I graduated high school at 16, and I went right after high school. So. Oh, early. Early. Yeah. Early. Wow. Yeah. So I graduated at 18, and then I did the company. So that that year. So by 19, I was out, and I think Betty Carlin helped me get a manager right out of school, and um, I started doing commercials and. Got my stack card because I was um, in a Denny's commercial with a fellow alum, who was my, my buddy Teddy Armstrong. He graduated with me, and we, swing dancing was really big at that time, mm-hmm. and like big band voodoo daddy and all these big bands. Right. Came back. Yeah. And so uh, we were all yeah. into it, and so Brian Setzer,
0: it's Yes, 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 yes yeah. exactly.
2: Brian Setzer Orchestra. So we were we sw- you know did swing dancing, and we learned it in school. We did it at the academy. I don't know if they still teach that, but they. We oh, had style. yeah, we had something, and so I came in as his partner for a commercial audition. He didn't end up getting it. I got it, and I remember getting my card. So still to this day, he goes, "Yeah, that Denny's commercial. I got you. I mean, I'm
1: not
2: the one that got you into the union." <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, did, what did you, uh, you know, you studied at the American Academy. Uh, what did it do for you? What did that, what, what did that do for you as an actor?
2: You know, at the time, it was just so much fun. I mean, we had so much fun every day. Was acting. It was a new, different day and we were with the same section and we all were so close and we were all so passionate it was just this time of pure joy and I remember Betty Carlin saying this is the most you're ever going to act in your life Mm -hmm. enjoy it you know especially even the company years If you're doing five plays in one year you never will do that ever again and you're kind of like well, I'm gonna be successful right. and I'm totally gonna be, <laughs> you know, and I've never to this day done five plays in one year. In right? all, in all. No, and I've been in rep well. companies, I've done Shakespeare in the Park and I've done three three plays at once or something, but never five. Mm-hmm. So she was right. Um, but now looking back on it and knowing and, and I've you know studied at different classes and different places and um studied under different teachers and coaches. What the academy did was give you sort of a a wide knowledge of all these different styles and different ways of acting and different ways that you can kind of find your own method it's not just we teach you this one method and this is what it is they taught you a bunch of different styles different methods different you know approaches to acting and you kind of have this this wealth of information i meet a lot of actors now that are TV actors and, and they sort of just kind of fell into it and they never had formal training or didn't go to Juilliard or Yale or you know these or, or it, have an MFA or something like that and they always feel like, oh, I'm not sure if I, if I know what I'm doing. I don't know, I just kind of do what I do. They don't really feel they have a craft or that they have something to fall back on. They say you, you fall to the level of your training when you're stressed or you're nervous or you don't have enough time to prepare that you fall to the level of your training. And so the academy gave me this sense of, of like I have this pool of knowledge that I, I well, I did go to school and I did graduate, so yeah. maybe I kind of know what I'm doing. not completely winging it, even though you may feel that way, but you you learn how to manipulate your voice and how to project and how to research and how to learn a dialect and all these different things that you never know when you're going to need any of these skills or how mm-hmm. they're going to, You know but come through in your acting but you kind of end up piecing it all together it's not just i know this way to do this and how to hit this one mark i kind of know how to do a lot of things so when i'm thrown into a situation or i'm asked to do something out of my comfort zone i'm kind of i've done that a lot before so
0: what you're saying is always keep all of your notes
2: yeah Yeah.
1: sure it's (laughs) it's funny you say
2: that because i'm now you know trying not to be a hoarder and going through all of my you know suitcases and hat boxes of things mm. that I've saved my whole life and you find these old, like I still have my dialects and my phonics, my phonetics, like they're oh, right oh, out. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I have all these books and while you know, it's really cool yeah. to look through. Um, all Just the wealth of knowledge that this this, this school well, gave what, me. What is your technique and how do you, what's
0: the one that speaks to you the most and that you, how do you apply that to TV? If you learn it on the stage,
2: how do you apply it to your TV? Well, uh, that's a good question. I... I do a lot of research. I do a lot of research. I really um, want to know the world that I'm in, the genre that I'm in. So if it's television, what genre is it? What mm-hmm. is it? A half hour? Is it a single camera? Is it a is it a procedural? Is it who who's the showrunner? Is it Aaron Sorkin? Or you know the, the difference between Modern Family and Schitt's Creek? I mean, they're both single-camera comedies, but they're a little yeah, bit different. Yeah. And those are the same genre, essentially. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus uh, The Rookie, or NCIS, or The Handmaid's Tale, I mean they're, so I do a lot of research on just what the project is and then sort of the given circumstances, so they're in, it's a lawyer, they're lawyers, they're in Boston, they're um, in the 80s, they're -hmm. whatever it is, you know, people versus OJ, okay, it's 1994 and what's happening and, you know, um, different time. Yes, yes, all of of these things, and then who's the person, and then whatever information they give you, and then you sort of fill it up with, you know, um, your imagination, and then it's the relationship of who I'm talking to, and where, how did we get to this point, and what's happened before this, and then when you've kind of built this whole pool of of stuff you can just dive in and then just easily talk to the person because i know who i am and i know who you are and i know why we're here and i know where we've been and i know what's happening in the world at this time so then it's very easy to just say the words on the page um like learning lines i do that at the very end um mm-hmm. i do all this other work before. you do all
0: work and then you you sing it in lines and
2: then i just talk right. to the person as this person.
0: it's always interesting how it boils down to that right at yeah. the end of the day right. you do all of it But it's, you come and you just talk to a person and you listen to that person. Exactly. But I do,
2: I mean, like I said, I I joked before with the cameras, well, I I probably know more than I need to know about the (laughs) OJ Simpson case (laughs) and trial because I was a part of the project. Why wouldn't I Mm -hmm. watch the whole trial? I had an audition last week, maybe, for Succession. Oh, and I love I have that show. A, yes, no. but I haven't seen it. Uh, or I saw the first episode when it first came out, just to know, I watch every show once.
1: It's intense. One of the yes. Pokemon boys, yes. yes. is that the one with the, yeah.
2: Yeah, the family, and they're yeah. all vying for the, the throne. You know, it's very Shakespearean. These awful people, awful New York, you know. But I watched then sort of just, because I don't have much time, I can't watch the whole show, so mm-hmm. I still do, but I watched like the recap of every single episode and then watched the final episode before and then started to oh, look wow. at my sides and started to look at what I needed oh, okay. to do because I needed to know how I fit into this world. You don't know the world, so mm-hmm. you just sort of, and then sometimes you're not given a script, you're not given anything. You do research on the producer, you do research on whoever, you whatever, however they describe it and sometimes you just dive in and you're like, this is similar to this and let me just go. And maybe they don't know how to define it or what it's going to be, you know.